everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. A testimony of your story for His glory. First was the terrorist next door. How the government is deceiving you about the Islamic threat. Then came the Brotherhood, America's next great enemy. And now, in his epic trilogy of terror, ISIS exposed beheadings, slavery, and the hellish reality of radical Islam. How much warning does the White House, the American people, and those in positions of authority need before we take swift and effective action against a brutal regime sweeping across the Middle East and now here in our own backyard? Here to talk about this and more in my power-packed exclusive is CBN News terrorism expert, acclaimed investigative journalist, best-selling author, and host of The Watchman, as seen on Christian Broadcasting Network, and my good friend, Eric Stackelback. Eric, welcome to Testimony. Hey, Jensen, great to be back with you. Well, it's great to have you, Eric, and you're just released ISIS Exposed. You detail the origin, expansion, and cruel execution of the most dangerous, you say, terrorist regime to date, and one, I would add, a modern-day holocaust in the making, if not stopped and eradicated. You have some clear and succinct ideas on how to do just that. But before we get to that in your latest must-read, for our listeners, who may not be aware, what is ISIS? How did they come to power? And why should we, as Americans, care? Well, Tensine, ISIS is the Islamic State of Iraq and Syria. And you know, when I talk about the book, I say, hey, we should not even be having this conversation. ISIS should not exist. Tensine, rewind to 2007-2008. Al-Qaeda in Iraq, that's the group that ISIS came out of. Whether you agree with the Iraq war or disagree with it, one thing is clear. Al-Qaeda in Iraq was crushed. The U.S. troop surge under George W. Bush worked. Al-Qaeda in Iraq was vanquished. Things were looking pretty good. Fast forward to December 2011. That's when President Obama, and I outlined, I, I include the timeline in my book, President Obama, against the advice of his top generals, withdrew every last U.S. troop from Iraq. And Jensen, almost simultaneously, the wave of suicide bombings, of assassinations of Iraqi leaders began. ISIS, well, Al-Qaeda in Iraq, which had been crushed, rose from the ashes, spread its tentacles into Syria, and grew into the beast we know today as ISIS. But again, President Obama was warned time and time again not to withdraw troops. He was warned that this could happen. And by the way, Jensen, even in the past two years, as ISIS was growing in power, a bipartisan group of leaders, of, of U.S. officials, warned the president continuously that, hey, this ISIS problem, this group ISIS, is growing, yet he goes on national TV not too long ago, Jensen, and says, well, you know, ISIS is just the JV team of terrorism. Well, right now, ISIS controls some 35,000 square miles of territory in the heart of the Middle East. That's an area the size of Great Britain. This is no JV team. Wow. 
Recently, the Obama administration announced their removal of Iran and Hezbollah from their list of terrorist threats. Why, Eric, on earth would this be done? Isn't Iran the chief culprit in financing global jihad, a.k.a. ISIS? Uh, you know, Jensen, absolutely, Iran has been the head of the snake of the global terrorist movement for 36 years. Look, Iran has practically copyrighted the phrase, death to America. Even today, it rallies in Tehran. The Iranian leadership presides over chants of death to America and, and people marching and literally stomping on the American and Israeli flags. Yet the Obama administration, as you mentioned, removed Iran and Hezbollah, which is Iran's creation, from the list of terrorist entities. Now, Hezbollah has killed more Americans than any terror group other than al-Qaeda. So why would the Obama administration do this, Jensine? And there's one answer. The Obama administration is tripping over itself to strike a nuclear deal with Iran. They want that deal with Iran so badly over Iran's nuclear program, and to the extent that they're willing to basically hand the Middle East to Iran. Look, Iran and ISIS are fighting each other right now, so the Obama administration seems to think because of that that, hey, we can buddy up to Iran and we can fight ISIS together. But, Jensen, the only reason that Iran is fighting ISIS in the Middle East is because they want the same thing. Both ISIS and the Iranian regime want to control and dominate the Middle East. That's why they're fighting. They're not fighting because Iran suddenly likes the West or likes America. They're fighting because they both want to dominate the Middle East and lead this global jihadist movement. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to CBN news terrorism expert Eric Stackelback, his latest ISIS Exposed, Beheadings, Slavery, and the Hellish Reality of Radical Islam. Eric, you talk about in your book the fact that young men and women here and abroad are signing up to join ISIS, when in the news all we are hearing about is the gruesome beheadings, the crucifixions, raping of women and children, sex slavery, submission to Sharia law, unless they convert to Islam, and if they don't, it's death. What is the attraction? And then, Eric, what is the reality once they've been seduced? Yeah, you know, Jensen, this is really why I wrote the book. Because a lot of times Americans say, hey, why should I care what happens over there in the Middle East, thousands of miles away? It doesn't affect me here. Well, I'll give you an example, Jensen, of how it does affect us here very much. Just last month, our own FBI director, James Comey, made a very stunning statement. He said, right now, in all 50 U.S. states, investigations are ongoing into ISIS-related activity." That means, Jensen, according to our own FBI director, that in all 50 states in the Union right now, we have a network of ISIS sympathizers and supporters. So the barbarians are not just at the gates, they're inside the gates, and at least 180 U.S. citizens have left our comfortable, prosperous country to travel overseas and join ISIS. And one day, if they don't get killed over there, they may come back here and wage jihad on American soil. So what's the attraction, Jensine? Well, in the book, I have a chapter called The Islamic State of Minnesota. Kind of tongue-in-cheek, but kind of not. Minneapolis and St. Paul, very beautiful area, has sent more people overseas to join terror groups like ISIS than any other state in the Union. The attraction, according to people I spoke to on the ground in Minneapolis and St. Paul and some law enforcement sources there, Jensine, is that 
ISIS recruiters will go into a local mosque or a local rec center, and they'll identify, uh, you know, 18, 19, 20-year-old kids, and they'll befriend them at first, and then they start the radicalization process. And here's the bill of goods they sell them. They say, come to the caliphate, come to Iraq, to Syria, and join with us. You will be a holy warrior. You will be, your name will be glorious. The whole world will know who you are. You'll be at the vanguard of this new Islamic kingdom. You'll be a rock star in the Middle East. And that can be kind of an appealing message for an 18, 19, 20-year-old kid. And ISIS right now, using social media especially, is having great success with it. Wow. In your book, I read about a 29-year-old father of nine who had unfettered access to jetliners at airports, in particular Delta Airlines, where they boast 90,000 passengers a day. And I couldn't help but note the humor, not so humorous, nice, as you put it, uh, for what a great job uh, our people in government are doing concerning security. Can you speak to this? Yeah, I can, Jen. See, you know, our law enforcement, our intelligence services, thank God. I mean, since 9-11, I think everyone was probably expecting the other shoe to drop in a major way. Thank God it hasn't yet. I think, number one, that's the grace and the, the hedge of protection of God Almighty. It's also a little bit of luck. And I think the third thing, law enforcement and intelligence work has been excellent. We've seen dozens and dozens, I detail them in the book, dozens and dozens of plots against the U.S. homeland have been broken up by our law enforcement, by our intelligence services. And Jen Sien, you mentioned a very interesting case. That man who was a father of nine children who uh, went overseas and joined ISIS, he worked at an airport. So this guy had unfettered access to the airport in Minneapolis in the Twin Cities, and he was a member of the Somali Muslim community there, and I dig into this a bit. Minneapolis and St. Paul have the largest Somali Muslim population in all of North America. Some 100,000 Somali Muslims live in the Twin Cities. And my fear for that community, Jensen, is that they're going down a similar road as the Muslim communities in Western Europe, in Britain, France, Germany, where they're not assimilating. They're not integrating into American society, and they're, they're becoming self-segregating. They're living in enclaves that are really separate from the U.S. mainstream, and they can become breeding grounds for radicalism. We've seen dozens of young Somali Muslims, U.S. citizens, leave to go overseas and join terror groups. It's a big problem. Well, well, in your book, and we don't have the time that I would love to have for this segment, you have brilliantly outlined a strategy to defeat ISIS. You did that somewhat in your first book, The Terrorist Next Door, The Muslim Brotherhood. It doesn't seem that the people who need to be listening are listening and acting. Can you briefly run down some of what's in that list? And then let's talk about two scriptures of hope you mention in your book, Isaiah 54, 17 and Psalm 91. Yes. You know, Jensen, I think at the end of the day, first things first, ISIS has declared this Islamic state in the heart of the Middle East, uh, across 35,000 square miles of Syria and Iraq. They have at least 30 to 40,000 well-trained foot soldiers. This is a formidable foe in the Middle East, but we can smash ISIS with the force of the U.S. military. We can destroy this group decisively, and that's exactly what we need to do. Think of what we did to the German war machine, to the Japanese war machine during World War II. We need to do that to ISIS, destroy them. 
decisively destroy them. And if you do that militarily in the Middle East, Jensen, you'll also demoralize the global jihadist movement. But we don't need a heavy U.S. footprint to do it. In the, in the book, I detail my conversations with military strategists who said, Eric, look, we can't do this with airstrikes alone. We need some kind of U.S. ground presence. No one wants a heavy footprint in the Middle East of U.S. troops, but think of 2001. Think of what we did there, that model, where we had U.S. special forces, we had the CIA on the ground directing the Northern Alliance against the Taliban. The Taliban was routed. Jensen, I believe we can do the same thing today in Iraq and Syria. With a U.S. Special Forces presence leading the way, we can lead the Kurds, who are fiercely pro-American, tough fighters. We can lead the Assyrian Christians, uh, certain Iraqi Sunni tribes, all of whom want to fight ISIS. They love America. They want U.S. help. They want U.S. weaponry. So we can rout ISIS, but I have not seen the will from our political leadership. It's just not there right now, and it's a dangerous game we're playing. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Eric Stackelback, terrorism expert, best-selling author, and host of The Watchmen, as heard on Christian Broadcasting Network. His latest must-read, ISIS Exposed. You can learn more about Eric's acclaimed investigative reporting by going to ericstackelback.com or cbn.com. Eric, you are a true watchman on the wall for our nation, the nation of Israel, and all Americans everywhere. Thank you, and God bless you. Jensen, thank you so much. My pleasure. Anytime, and God bless you. Thanks again. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensenbard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensen Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.